Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, you are in for a fun time this morning. My name is Patrick Timpone, and, well, I'm a fun guy, but our guest is a really fun guy, and uh, he says that the Earth is not spinning around the sun, and it's immovable, and it's in kind of, um, it's Flat Earth Dave coming up. In just a second, we've got some good emails already, and if you care to jump in, here's how you can do it. You can actually talk to Flat Earth Dave yourself and tell your kids when they're grown up and find out that the Earth is really not spinning around uh, the sun. Um, (laughs) It's 888-663-6386, 888-663-6386. Email patrick at oneradionetwork.com. In a couple of hours at noon central, we're going to go to... um, way down, way down there in New Zealand and talk to Dr. Samantha Bailey. Dr. Samantha Bailey is another one of those doctors who are looking and seeing carefully at what is going on in the world of viruses. And as far as we can tell, there is absolutely no evidence, zero, not a none, anywhere, either a natural, whatever that would be, or a uh, biological a virus that's been floating around uh, killing people. None. Zero. Doesn't exist. No evidence. Zero. No evidence. She's another one, and so uh, I think you're going to like her. That's at noon today. Tomorrow, The Real World of Money with Fred Jashevsky. First up this morning is a gentleman we've had on before, and he's fun. He's, he's, I, I just like Dave because he really is into this stuff. His name is Dave Weiss, and we call him Flat Earth Dave, or he calls himself do your kids call you Flat Earth Dave, too, or Dad? They call me Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Flat Dave. <laughs> just Dave. Just Dave. Just, just, they, just. They, they, know, uh, they know my stance, and uh, they get it. They just don't really talk about it. So Yeah, yeah. Do, do they, it is what it is. Do they really get it? I mean, do they, do they really understand what the cosmology truth is? I would say my daughter more than my son. She's a couple of years younger. Um, they're both, you know, in their thirties now, uh-huh. but uh, they're, they're there, they get it. They just want to live their life. And uh, sure. they, uh, they're, they're just trying to make the best. And there's nothing wrong with trying to make the best of your life, but oh, it also, oh, it certainly helps if you know where you're standing and what your position is in this system, earth system that we're in a couple of things that you said, your show later at noon, you're going, out over to New Zealand. Oh. New Zealand's out over. It's not down under. Okay. Uh. If I got in an airplane, <laughs> I would get up and I would fly across and then I would land in, in New Zealand. I wouldn't fly like this and land upside down. Right. Okay? So, so we say down the under land, because we think it's like down under, but it's not really. That's what we've been, we've been, you know, from, living from the man down under, whatever the song is. Um, we've been we've been told that you know australia is the land down under it's the land out over okay <laughs> it's the land out over there you go no i like that no i and isn't it interesting how we use these words dave over and over again right absolutely down under around and all this stuff boy it'll it, make your head explode no wonder people have a hard time looking at the potential pot cosmology like you do right and anybody, and here's the thing. When I first heard about this, I just laughed and I made fun right. of the people that brought it up. And every one of us has the same story. We laughed at it. We ridiculed people that brought it up. We called them idiots. We did, you know, we did all those 
things until we actually looked. And then once you look, you can't unsee what you see and you become a we're all flat earthers. Just some of us know it and some of us <laughs> don't know it. So so here's the thing I for like those that. of you that are. Yeah, like for that. those of you that are being triggered right now, those of you that are are flipping out saying Patrick's lost his mind. OK, and this guy's crazy with his backwards baseball cap. Um, Hang in there. I'm offering three Bitcoins for one proof of the globe. Just one. That should be easy. If I'm stupid, you should have one proof of the globe. But as time goes on, as we discuss, you'll find out that you don't have one proof of the globe. You know why? Because the globe is just a model. We don't live on that model. And it's an impossible model. There's so many things wrong with the globe. It's You can't even count them anymore. And there's... Um, tons and tons and tons of proof that we live on a horizontal level plane airplanes fly level over the earth plane dave uh bitcoin is about fifty thousand dollars this morning close to it just say 50 for general okay so you're saying here today on april 4th 5th or whatever it is 5th april 20, 5th 2022 live on one radio network if somebody can prove to you how did you phrase it? One proof of the globe. A spinning globe. That we in live space? on a globe. Right? Yes. No. I won't even make it that hard. Okay. You no, know, <laughs> just of the globe, right? Forget spinning in an impossible space vacuum with a pressurized atmosphere adjacent to a vacuum, low pressure, no pressure system where never anywhere in nature or in a lab has anyone ever been able to produce high pressure next to low pressure without a physical barrier. Gases will fill the container, right? And uh, if you make a hole in that container and there's low pressure on the outside, they will fill the low pressure until it equalizes. It is impossible to have a space vacuum like they tell us adjacent to high pressure. Can't happen. And they go, well, the, the air gets thinner and thinner and thinner and thinner until you get up to space and then it turns into nothing. That's a cool story, okay? But in that world, I should have a, a shoebox and if I went underneath it and sucked all the air out of the room, the shoebox would keep the air in it because gravity is holding that air in the shoebox. But that's not what happens, we all know that. If you were in a room and the second floor was a vacuum chamber, no air, and you poked a hole in the ceiling or opened up a valve, it would just equalize instantly. Again, I'd like you to get you moved to your left a little bit while you talk with with me. Okay, yeah, yeah, no problem. Uh, keep going no problem. A, little bit, uh, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, I, so, I keep so, losing you, but so so the vacuum thing—it's a little geeky for me. Sorry, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. Uh, just uh, walk us through that a little bit, like we're a golden uh, retriever so, or a young child. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Um, if you if I don't know if you ever have a water bottle and uh, you have a water bottle on an airplane and you've been drinking it um, you know while you're flying at altitude and you have the top on nice and tight yeah. when you land if you open it it's pressurized because okay. just that slight little different pressure in the in the airplane causes that air to want to escape right and if you you've watched the the video on um, what happens when you take a metal train car. Uh, you know, a tanker and you suck the air out of it, it collapses from mm -hmm. the air pressure, mm -hmm. right? And the same thing is if you put too much pressure in there and lower the pressure on the outside, it will explode, right? There's been many times that things explode because the air, the outside pressure. So how can you have a, we live in a pressurized system. We have air pressure. How can it be adjacent to a vacuum? 
no one has ever been able to produce high pressure next to low pressure, right? We have a NASA has a um, a vacuum chamber uh, that they can't even make it as much of a vacuum as space is supposedly. And the walls on this thing are 11 feet thick, I think. 11 feet made out of steel and concrete. So it doesn't implode on itself when they suck the air out of it. But somehow we have high pressure next to a vacuum. It's, it's absolute insanity to believe that. Hmm. Do you remember the moment when you, uh, when you got it that we weren't spinning around the sun Never mind the shape, but we just weren't moving. <laughs> yeah, well, so what the first thing that got me, you know, I started watching um, some videos. Oh, where'd you learn this on YouTube? Well, YouTube's a great place to learn lots of stuff, and there's lots of nonsense there. And then the thing is, don't believe what you see well, on a video. Go out and verify it yourself. So, you know, that's what science is. Science is testable, repeatable, verifiable, um, you know, uh, experiments and, and, and things. So what I saw is... Um, I was like, you know, the number one proof ships go over the curve. You know, Bill Nye, the line guy with the bow tie, told right. us that ships yeah. go over the curve. Yeah. And he's right. Look, if my fingernail is a ship, mm -hmm. as I go away, it disappears over the horizon. And even if you zoom in, you can't see it. You know why you can't see it? Because there's a physical horizon. So a ball globe is required to have a physical horizon at a certain distance. And that distance um, is about it, it for a six foot tall person the horizon drops six feet at just three miles according to globe math not flat earth math globe math mm -hmm. okay so we should not be able to see the surface of the water at three miles away but we can we can see it at 10 15 20 miles away where it should be dozens or hundreds of feet below the surface so what i saw is all a bunch of ships disappearing and so here i'm showing if you can make me full screen i can do that um, yeah that was our first yes. email about this because i have mentioned this somebody wanted yeah. to know if you could show this go ahead yeah yeah so um when you look out at this horizon yeah. there's no boat there but what i'm doing is i'm zooming in mm -hmm. how come i can't see i'm zooming in as you zoom in you make your um you make your angular size bigger and bigger, and look, oh, there's a boat. There's a boat. Wait a minute, okay. it was over but the that, curve. Wait a minute, it was over the that, curve. No, no. You, it's not okay. over the curve. When no. I zoom out, it'll kind of disappear from the bottom up. Right. And that's because of an angular size, and these little waves in the foreground can block the entire boat. Can my finger hide this entire ball? No. No. But if that finger is a wave that was closer to you, and the ball was a boat. The whole thing is behind my finger now. With no curve. You get that? Yeah, with no curve. With no curve. So our horizon on a flat earth is when the sky and the ground meet due to perspective and angular size. And that's the limit of your vision. You can zoom in with a zoom in lens and make it bigger. And now you can see farther. Okay. But on a ball, that's not the way it works. On a ball, there's a physical horizon, but our horizon is not physical. It's a, uh, it's a, um, it's a optical thing. So this hallway here, this hallway is curved. Yeah. So if you were with me and you walked around that corner, you would disappear. So let's flip it over and make it look like a, um, like a globe. So if you were over that corner, you are behind this physical horizon. If I zoomed in with a telescope, I can't see you because there's a physical curve horizon. 
Yeah, there's a physical horizon, the edge of that curve, and you're hidden behind it. No right. amount of zoom. I could have the Hubble telescope <laughs> and I zoom in and uh, I can't see you. But on a on a flat Earth, you can zoom in and see things. But all sorts of things happen over distance. Things get compressed. Um, things fade out due to um, miraging. They get they. There, due to atmospheric conditions, here's a um, a shot. This is Skunk Bay. No tide here. Watch the beach. Watch the houses. This is all out through the day. The beach disappears. The houses, the buildings disappear at certain times. Now, again, this is a time lapse. But if I had you there at two o'clock, let's say that this is two o'clock right about now, you'd say, "Oh, you can't see those buildings because they're hidden behind the curve." But then, moments later, you can. This is just atmospheric compression. Hmm. Um, your ability to see that far we can't see forever if you've ever been in a like a pool that's 100 yards long with perfectly clear water you can't see the far wall even though the water's clear i'm looking at a window right now i can't even see the glass it's so clear but if i stack 10 panels of glass together it'd be harder to see through it and if i packed 100 i wouldn't even be able to see a light at the other end of it so on the first one you showed dave the reason we couldn't see the ship without the telephoto lens is because the human eye can only see so far well, no, the, no? The, it's an angular resolution. Mm -hmm. That's uh, that's that's one thing. The other thing is the, the little waves in the foreground. A like oh, you can look at a city skyline, yeah. and your finger can block out the whole sky, the whole city, right? And that imagine that as a wave, like halfway between you and the city. So what I'm showing here is there's a matchbox at the far end of the table, and when I have the camera right down, you know, right at the table's level, I can't see the matchbox until I zoom in. Mm -hmm. When I zoom in. There it is. And you'll notice a little mirage band here. See this? Yeah. This little mirage band. Mm -hmm. Right? And that's what happens over water. Now, this is even without atmosphere conditions, moisture, waves. This is on a smooth table. Add waves in there. I could hide a person on the other end of that table. <laughs> uh, uh, Patrick Timponi with Dave. Uh, why is uh, Flat Earth Dave? If you have a question, comment. Patrick, OneRadioNetwork.com. We've got some interesting emails already, but you can add more. We're going to be here for a little while. Also call 888-663-6386. I saw a video one time where they could actually prove that you could still see a lighthouse. I mean, I think it was like 300 miles away or something like that. Is that possible? Do you have that video or not? I don't have that yeah. video, but there's all sorts of... Uh, three, three, I don't think a lighthouse at 300 miles. Was but, it? Um, no. There, there's, um, there's also, there's, there's one very, very famous sighting, which is Canigou Mountain. Now, from Alusia, France, at this altitude, looking out over the water, Canigou Mountain's out here, but you can't see it. And they say because it's over the curve, all right? All right? And the top of that mountain, according to globe math, not flat earth math, should be over a mile below a horizon. Now, if this was a physical horizon, um, that would be it. And you don't see me right now. You see the light that's bouncing off of me. And to prove that, if I turned off all the lights in this room, you couldn't see me. Well, you don't see the mountain because you can't see the light that's bouncing off of the mountain or it's below the curve or it's not there or it's too small, whatever it is. But the light that's bouncing off the mountain can't push all the way through 175 miles because it's not strong enough. However, the greater light in the sky, the sun, it migrates between the two tropics. We can get into that in a moment. And twice a year, it lines up with Canigou and the viewing spot in Illusia, France. And when it does, it backlights the mountains. 
And right here, the very top of this mountain up there oh, look at that. should be a mile below the curve. A mile. Because uh, according to the math, if I understand, if you have a curve like NASA says, every so many feet, it has to go down. It has to curve, correct? Is that how it works? Correct. Okay. Uh, the, um, as, uh, as you go farther out, it curves faster and faster and faster. Right. Okay. So if you look at um, the, you know, the curve calculator, you know, here, you know, as you move out in a straight line, the earth drops away faster and faster and faster. Now, the curve calculators, uh, the, the globers will go, they don't work. They make a parabola, right? <laughs> and they do. However, but the first thousand miles works perfectly. There's three different calculators that they can use. And I think at a thousand miles, the difference is like three feet, okay, which is statistically insignificant right so we can see too far there is no curvature there's no spinning of the earth there's nothing okay think about this you know how we're in this elliptical orbit and we get um close to the sun and we speed up and then we go away and we slow down and we come around we're speeding up and slowing down when we're whipping around the sun in our winter here in the north we're speeding up we're taking the tightest turn possible, but nothing happens to lakes and ponds and water. I mean, what, how can that happen? How can we have this when we're speeding up and slowing down and spinning and twirling and whirling in all these different directions, but the water tells another story. The water says, my basin is perfectly still. I'm not moving. Water always goes to a, a level, right? Always level. Large bodies of water at rest, rest. always lay flat. Hmm. Okay? Nobody has ever, you know, but the globe proponents, the anti-flat earthers out there, they'll go, what about a drop of water? Okay? Or what about a wave? There's curving water, which is the dumbest, most... Uh, um, what is it when you're when you're uh, when you're lying to yourself? <laughs> it, what's the word? I'm forgetting the word. It's uh, that's all right. Whatever. I, I, um, but I understand. Yeah. yeah. So we're 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 going at, we're speeding and and whirling and twirling. You know, we're we're spinning at a thousand miles an hour. Which NASA says, right? Thousand miles an that's hour. That's what they say. A thousand miles an hour. People go, well, it's only once around per day. Look at the hour hand on a clock. That's going half of the speed. Uh uh the angular speed, sure, it's going half. You know, 24-hour clock goes around. You can't see it move. However, imagine this. You're on the edge of the – on the equator where we're spinning at 1,000 miles an hour, okay? Well, when, you, when you're in a car going 100 miles an hour or 200 miles an hour or an airplane, you can have a glass of water. You can fill a dinner plate up with water, and it's fine. But if that plane takes a turn or moves – that water's sloshing all over the place. Yes. Well, we're spinning at 1,000 miles an hour. If you're on the edge of that curve, that means that you are dropping at a mile every minute. A mile a minute. Is a mile a minute or a mile every 30 seconds? Whatever. It's a mile a minute, right? So you're moving at 1,000 miles an hour faster than the speed of sound, and you're dropping at a mile a minute, okay? Tell me you wouldn't feel that. I mean, if there's a tiny little earthquake, if someone stamps the floor in another room in your house, you feel it. You feel it. What do the people that you come in contact with, you know, the Globers, over the years, many years, um, how? What is the argument to the to the basic idea that I'm just not moving? Uh, what do they What do they say? Do they 
they come up they with say any that <laughs> that the earth is going well they they they, they eat their cake and ha- have their cake whatever they um <laughs> whatever that term is yeah have their cake they and say, eat it too right they they come up with you know they say what about it being on an airplane well an airplane's only going 500 miles an hour and it's going in a straight line and if it takes any turns you notice it right away well the earth is spinning and when you're spinning you're dropping at a mile a minute okay well that's acceleration anything off of your linear path when you take a turn that force is called acceleration mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we're spinning at a thousand miles an hour we're orbiting at sixty-six thousand miles an hour and then we're we're chasing the sun at a half a million miles an hour and that sixty-six thousand miles an hour think about this so i'm i'm orbiting the sun at sixty-six thousand miles an hour this way okay mm-hmm. i'm also spinning this way so when i'm coming around this way I'm going 67,000 miles an hour. And then when I'm going this way, I'm going 66,000 miles. I'm going 65,000 miles an hour because I'm minusing a thousand from the speed that I'm chasing the sun with. Okay. With that, I'm orbiting the sun with. So I'm speeding up and slowing down 2,000 miles an hour a day. And we have this. Just to throw it into context, this is called the hypersonic. Whoops, where is it? Here you go. Why didn't that go? I don't know. It, uh, it it should have played. Oh, here we go. Um, We're with Flat one, Earth two, Day. If you uh, have an email, Patrick oh. at OneRadioNetwork.com. My uh, hypersonic sled track is oh, not well, showing. It's not cooperating. Sled track, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, the hypersonic sled track is a, um, it's a, if you look it up on YouTube, it uh, it shows this, this sled going by at Mach 8.6. It goes so fast, you can't see it. The shock wave is is shocking, but you have to believe that we're going around the Earth ten times around the Sun ten times faster than that, and we're chasing the Sun a hundred times faster than that, and we're speeding up and slowing down and spinning, and water lays flat just like I showed you. Okay, there makes are, no sense. There are three different movements, and let's go over those because I think they are quite compelling when you think about the number. So this Earth, yeah. the, NASA says the Earth is spinning one thousand miles to the east. Correct. Spinning a thousand miles an hour to the east. To That's the what east. they tell us. And then they, yeah. then NASA says that the Earth is moving around the Sun at how fast? Sixty-six thousand six hundred miles an hour. Funny number for oh, a, funny a number. company that Six. has a snake tongue. Somebody that has a snake tongue as their uh, right. logo. Sixty-six thousand right? six really miles an hour. And 66,600. then 66,600. Yeah, 66,600. And then what's the other movement, they say? And then we're chasing the sun. The sun is moving at over half a million miles per hour. So all of the planets, while they're spinning and orbiting, right. are chasing the sun in a third direction. Whoa, really? And to make it worse, the entire galaxy is moving sideways at like over 2 million miles per hour. Really? Nonsense. All nonsense, Patrick. Right? But you can go out tonight, look at the stars in the sky at like 10 p.m., midnight, whatever. Draw a little chart there. I see a star here. I see right. a bull there. I see a, uh, a cross there. And then next year, same night, same time, go out, same spot. Same look, place. And every star will be in the exact same position. You tell me how that happens so you, in a heliocentric beehive <laughs> in you know solar system. So you believe or know whatever term you want to use which I, you know, whatever it's worth, I'm with you, is that the stars then they, they go around us, right? On the north, north star is so, the only one that stays kind of there? And 
And I don't even like using the term stars, planets, because we've been programmed to think, oh, a star is a giant sun and a planet is like just like Earth. It's terra firma and it's spinning around another star and, and, uh, you know, or around our star, which is our sun. Not true. These are luminaries in the sky and nobody has ever proved that they are physical things and not just lights. As a matter of fact, some of the observations that we've done have proven that they're unexplainable because when we go, um, we send a balloon up, right? So right. you ever been uh, in the mountains away from the cities and look at the stars on a clear night? It's beautiful, right? Well, you see the Milky Texas, Way. Well, got that. Yeah, I got it right here. You got that. Yeah. Beautiful. So in Arizona, we sent a balloon up with high-def cameras looking up, and, before, and we launched it at night. Before it took off, it could see all the stars in the sky. Mm-hmm. So when it gets up 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60,000 feet, those stars should get clearer and clearer and brighter and brighter because we're getting away from all the moisture and all the pollution um, and it should get brighter and brighter. But by the time we hit 60, 70,000 feet, all the stars were gone. What's up with that? Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> what is up with that? What's up and now, with before that? I was a flat earther, I love looking at stars and yeah. planets. And I was going to the Sydney Olympics and we're flying out of California. I think we're leaving like in the middle of the night. And I'm gonna, like, we're going to be over the middle of the ocean. It's going to be great. And I got to make sure I had a window seat. And I, I got my the, the lights were pretty much off in the airplane, but I put my blanket up over this, blocking myself out. And, and I'm looking out there. I saw friggin' two or three stars. And then they, they might have been planets or what we call planets, or they might have been other airplanes, but there was nothing. I'm like, how come I can't see the stars? And I kind of just, mm-hmm. nah, mm-hmm. I just wrote it off mm-hmm. because I didn't think that. I thought that it has to do with the window on the airplane, maybe the glare. There was no glare. Okay. I couldn't see anything, right? And it it really clicked with me after that balloon shot we did. I'm like, maybe these stars that we see aren't in um, are in the you know they're they're relative to our own position. Let me show you a little thing here with how I think, okay. and this is just my opinion on how um, how the the optics of the sky work. Okay, so here we have. Whoops, that's not the one I wanted. Um, sky sheet here we go so here we have a sun uh-huh. okay what that sun is is a flashlight 10 feet behind that this this sky sheet that i have up which is a blue sheet so i asked my girlfriend who was off to my left i said where do you see the sun and she points right there well she's not pointing at the sun i see the sun right there i move over to her point of view she sees the sun there while i'm over here i see the sun over here she sees it over here right now. So we're both looking at the same thing in two different positions. So that's because this is an apparent sun, an apparent sun. It's, its position is manifesting in what I call our personal atmospheric dome. And that personal atmospheric dome is the, dome is the limit of our vision in all directions, right? We can see farther straight up and less far to the side due to atmospheric density. And that creates a dome of vision and that's where we see everything pretty interesting right yeah kind of kind of geeky man i like that so so as a as a so i've seen the videos uh dave of uh the the uh, with a immovable plane and the sun kind of doing this right and that's what you and the moon that's what we believe that what's going on and but they're not well, they're not really balls are they are they, do we know what they are that that is a uh, very good question so 
you know, when we look at uh, at stars in the sky, yes, sir, we see uh, we see all sorts of stuff. We see stuff like this. Now, some of these are out of focus. Some of them are very much in focus. But using something out of focus helps you sometimes see something that you can't see. These are all different stars. Okay, yes, I've seen the videos. And, it's crazy. And they're 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 energetic orbs. Now, stars. What are they? In my opinion, I think everything that we see is alive. Trees mm -hmm. are alive. Yes, sir. The, the ground is alive. Rocks are alive. They're, it's all part of this living system. And everything was either once alive or, you know, it still has life energy in it. And all of the stars, the, the luminaries in the sky are part of this living system. It's weird that all of the, one, the wandering stars, which have been renamed to planets, are named after gods. Yes. Okay. Hmm. Right. Yeah. So, and then you know, I used to laugh at astrology. Oh, you believe that Mars in retrograde can affect your day, even though it can't affect our tides because it's twenty-five million miles away or whatever the distance is. But then I realized, well, Mars is actually right here in our Earth system, and its position has everything to do with your daily life, right? Along with all of the other ones too. So, astrology is the real science. Hmm. And astronomy is nonsense, absolute nonsense. And, and it makes sense because if they are living being souls, which I believe too, uh, uh, I mean, Rudolf Steiner talked about it and their effects on plants and people, and, and they're, they're really living beings. I mean, look at the, now these pictures to your uh, left, uh, left shoulder, these are taken with a, a regular camera, Dave. Just regular. Yeah, camera. a Nikon P nine hundred or P one thousand. What's that? What's you that top in. left one? That's like really the top left one. I think that is might that be Venus? serious. Serious. This oh. is serious right here. Wow. Okay. And uh, one of my favorites, and and uh, you can actually see this with your naked eye if your eyes are good, is Capella, and it, it flashes all of these colors. And uh, this is amazing. I took this one. Okay. Did you? And it it's it's. <laughs> It's like you could almost hear it when you're filming it, like in your head. Like it, it's, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm no, sure it's no, just I'm in my with head. You. I'm with you. The but, sound and lighter. But you can sound. see this in hmm. the night sky. I was just in Mexico last week, and um, it was. I could see it. It's right there every night in the sky, and you could see these colors. You zoom in, and and this is what you see. Now that's not a Amazing. solid thing. No, it's definitely not, and it's here within the Earth system. Yeah, I want to the talk distance, about that because that's a big deal, right? Uh, within Earth's atmosphere, or Earth's system, right? So yeah. I need to do a little break here first, and then uh, uh, Flat Earth Dave was with us. This is great stuff. Don't you love it? I just think it's terrific. Okay, stay right there, Dave, and we're going to be right back. If you have a question, uh, uh, 800 line is open, 888-663-6386. Email patrick, oneradionetwork.com. If you want to do the coolest thing ever for your teeth, listen to this. Just brush your teeth with this. And, uh, you know, you can be like Tom Cruise. Did you know the DNA of the pearl and we humanoids are very similar? Did you know that? The DNA that's responsible to create the pearl is very similar to how our human calcium metabolism is done. So it's very, very uh, interesting. That's why the pearl is so good for our skins, for our bones, for even to rejuvenate our bone marrows mm -hmm. rejuvenate our bones and uh, rejuvenate our skins uh -huh. and also nerve systems and you know, joints all kind of um, muscles and like eyesight our eyes is, is a big muscle basically and also our heart it's very good for the heart 
It's quite interesting that she mentioned the pearl works to build the bone marrow. And in Ayurveda medicine, they've often talked about the idea when you build the bone marrow is when you build beauty and longevity. Curious. Pearl, this is a great product. You can brush your teeth with it. And in my opinion, you'll see amazing results on your toothies. Really amazing. You can take it internally, mix it with face cream. Our link on One Radio Network goes to a two-pack where you get a great discount. But if you only want one to start, just click around and you get yourself one. Pearl Sim, click on the ad on front page, oneradionetwork.com. This is the only thing I've used for, I don't know, what, three years now? No tooth, I mean, pearly, baby. And it's not that white kind of, you know, Hollywood, they spend, you know, $4 million to get their teeth bleached or whatever they do. It's more of a pearl, and uh, it uh, uh, really works with helping to make the teeth harder, right? Actually harder, and then that, and Dave will appreciate this, that is how the light shines through more clearly, because it's a more clear surface, and then that's what that's what really gives the tooth the pearly look, is because of the light, not because of the color. It's the light. Check it out. You'll like it on OneRadioNetwork.com. Pearlium hydrogen is the number one. Let's see if I can pull up the slide here. Hydrogen is the number one. Um, molecule ever if I don't know where space is but I know I believe I, I don't know for sure but kind of believe that it only goes so far maybe 75 miles and we'll talk to Dave about it but uh, there are you know there's there's molecules out there and the number one molecule is hydrogen and um, people believe that a stars whatever they are planets whatever they are this is what they're energetically what they're kind of eating on a physical level that hydrogen is the first manifestation of spirit divine spirit the number one manifestation uh, is hydrogen in the physical reality and uh, we have a, a machine that George Wiseman created and it's called the Aquacure machine I've been breathing this gas for three years now Three years. It's amazing. Almost three years. Breathe the gas all the time as I work on my screenplays and uh, writing material. And then you can drink the water. We make it the morning every day. And you make the water in about 10 minutes. And uh, it's a food. It's a real food. This is what I believe if these uh, living beings out there eat, I believe they eat hydrogen. But I'm just making it up. I'm not sure. But I think this is what they eat for breakfast. And so you can get this machine. It is uh, a lifetime warranty, a one-year, no-questions-asked-money-back warranty. How about that? Have you ever heard of somebody selling a machine for a couple thousand dollars, and after six months, if you don't like it, say, no, give me my money back. George will do that. He'll do it. He said he's had less than 1% of people ever do that because they want to keep it. You'll like it. It's a food. It's a real nutritional food. And uh, we're working on just eating God here and just giving up food at the HEB or the Safeway. And uh, hydrogen is a key player in this, what we're doing in our little experiment with having a body here on planet Earth. Brown's Gas Hydrogen Machine. You can go to molecularhydrogeninstitute.org 
and look at some of the peer-reviewed studies if you're a scientist geek and want to see how they're using this, especially in China, Japan, Vietnam, and uh, Singapore for um, cancer. Uh, We don't make any claims here, but they're using it for cancer patients, also using it for people who have experienced, uh, you know, um, whatever, whatever they do when your little veins explode, you know. I don't even know the word for it, but you know what I mean. So it's, 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 it's a fascinating technology. Go on our website, check it out, look on uh, BitChute if you'd like to see George and uh, see some of the shows we've done with George Wiseman, The Aquacure Machine, OneRadioNetwork.com. Now here's the best deal, 20% off right now, 20% off, use promo code OneRadio, 20% off, One Radio, and uh, you'll get this Hydrogen Browns gas machine. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. From time to time, I th- is this our second, third visit? You know, I don't know. Well, you were here before. Yeah, I think second or something like that. With Flat, second. Flat Earth Dave. Have you ever had somebody call on a show or email you off the air and give you some kind of an argument that really was a head-scratcher that you had to take a while to figure out? I mean, anything at all? Anything? So uh, let me answer that question in a second. Every time we you, you reintroduce me, I have to critique what you said earlier. The commercial was fantastic for the hydrogen, but you said planet Earth, so minus one point oh, there. It's planar. Planar. Okay. See, I get planar. Okay, thank you, Dave. It, it's okay. We we'll just we we'll just learn these things. And then your graphic for the show is showing a disc in space. We're not a disc in space. That's what they want you to believe. Flat Earth is because that's silly. Okay, ah. we're, we're not a disc in space. Okay, so. Uh, so my question about any any head scratchers you ever get somebody that really kind of uh, at all something no you know here's the thing and you know this you could say oh this is, sounds like a crazy man I know that the Earth is not a globe I know that I'm on the right side of this argument so the only thing they can throw at us is nonsense so the things that I do get. People go, you know, some people that just haven't looked into it, they're like, oh, you know, here's a boat disappearing in the hotel. The bottom floors are missing. And I show them and they're like, oh, and they get it. But then you have some over indoctrinated people that just can't get it. So what I do is I'll go back and forth with them a few times like, oh, you can't. And then I bring them over. There's a couple discord servers where these guys are on there that use logic and sound thinking and reason. And they'll invite them on and they'll do a full two hour show. I don't have time to do two hour shows with somebody that doesn't get it. And they'll show <laughs> them, you know, they'll show them the, they'll show them, you know, how their thinking is just wrong. It, 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 it is wrong. One day, maybe someone will um, come up with a globe proof. I don't think so because that's pretty much impossible, but I'm open to it. I am open to changing my mind based on new information. Anyone, anyone out there that's a globe believer, that says flat earth is dumb while well, you're closed to changing your mind based on new information. I've already proven that I can lay my ego down and change my mind based on new information. Belief is the enemy of knowing and ego is the protector of mm. belief. Patrick, let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. Where do I live? As, uh, you live somewhere on the East Coast, Connecticut. Yeah. Okay. Do you know that I live in Connecticut or do you believe I live in Connecticut? I believe you do. 
Right. And and we're good people. We're trusting people. We read each other's faces, which they're also trying to hide from people and, right, right. and everything. Um, and you reasonably believe that I live there and you don't feel the need to go research it because you trust. Right. You're a trusting person. And right. so am I. Yeah. Okay. We were told by people that wear bow ties and white lab coats that the earth is a ball as children. And our teachers told us, and we trust all of these people, and our entire world is based on that trust. But we don't know. They told us, and they never showed us. They told us again and again, and they never showed us anything. If you wanted to find out if I live in Connecticut, it's going to take you a little time. Maybe you go on Facebook, look at my friends, look at my, where my friends live, see pictures of their houses, mm -hmm. find my high school, see that I went to the high school. And then you go like, all right, now I know he lives in Connecticut. Okay? Yes, sir. That takes time and effort. Belief takes zero effort at all. Somebody tells you something, you go, okay, and you're done. That's yes. all the research you need just to hear it, yes. right? So anyone that thinks they live on a ball has a religious belief because there's no evidence whatsoever of it. There's no evidence. You know, it's so interesting, Dave, that we're going through the same thing over the last couple of years with this germ thing. I, I totally know I know it because I see no evidence that this germ ever did exist, biological or natural. It just there's no there's the, no in all evidence. of the all no of evidence. the testing never identified it, never isolated. It. So never. If they didn't isolate it. Never. It's, how did they come up with uh, just as with, with a vaccine or anything? It's all nonsense. Now, what's going on? There's people getting sick. Yes. What sir. is it? Is it radiation? Well, it you could know, be a lot this, of things, right, Dave? It, it's a lot of right. It's yeah. a lot of attacks from all different angles. Okay, Patrick, you know what's and going just, on. I mean, David, it, just the fear yeah. of a virus. You know, watching the news every night, believing something can get you—that'll make you sick. I know it. Let me let me uh, tie this to another <laughs> okay. lie. The okay. whole virus thing. How many? You know how many? How many people they say there are in the world? Uh, six something six billion seven seven point eight billion okay, okay? Right. seven point eight billion people if you can pop me up on the screen i can't um you're up oh i oh, hold on let me let me get you gotcha okay. yeah seven seven point eight billion people so um let's say they could um they could make oh in in a, in one year mm-hmm there's 31,536,000 seconds in a year. That's a fact. <laughs> so let's say they can make a vaccine every second. Okay. Without stop, 24 hours, seven days a week, every 365 second. days a year. Okay. So every second they make one. But there's five vaccine companies. So let's say they all can make them at one per second. Okay. okay? That's 157,680,000 per year. Okay. Okay. But let's say they have five plants each. And they all make five per second. So every second, <laughs> 25 new vaccines you are made. Rascal, yeah. <laughs> that, that's 788,400,000. Do you know what that means? What? For everyone on earth to get one vaccine. Now, many people have three, four, and five. Right. Okay. Right. It would take, it would take 10 years. Okay. It would take 10 years to make one dose for everyone on earth. How? Is this narrative even still around? How do people believe any of this nonsense? Okay. You can't make one vaccine per second. You can't make 25 per second. And if you made them at that rate, it would take 10 years to get everybody their first dose. But most people, are, they tell us they're double dosed. So there's two lies here. One is they're lying about how many people got them or they're lying about how many people there are. Hmm. 
Or they're lying about they're lying about everything. I'm lying about I mean, everything. They're lying about where you live. They're lying about everything, so, Dave. Wow. So this, uh, by the way, this job, this this video just became unsafe for YouTube. So I will not be uploading this to YouTube. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I like. The, isn't math great though? When you really do the math, David, isn't isn't it great? Yeah, it really. It's, is. it's absolutely everything. And then if you really look at what's going on. Um, this is every, this is something that happens every hundred years, right? Huh. Are you aware of this? No. no. 1720, we had the plague. Everybody uh, wore masks right. and got vaccinated. Hmm. 1820, cholera. 1920, Spanish flu. Everybody wore masks, got the jab. Different story back then. Got to protect the war heroes. The war heroes were coming home and they were all sick from being in other lands. Or maybe they were sick because they all got vaccinated multiple times before they went over there. And everyone died. And now 2020, what's going on here? This is more than what I call a coincidence, right? In Australia, um, everybody was fine during the lockdowns. No, nobody was sick except the normal number of people that get sick every year. Yes. And now everyone's vaccinated and now everyone's sick. Yeah. Yeah. Vaccines are the leading cause of coincidence. Hmm. As you, as you probably know, we've done some shows on the Spanish flu and the HIV. And that whole thing was a scam, polio. It never happened. Uh, never. Absolutely. Happened. Never happened. Fauci. Never. So Fauci, <laughs> listen, Fauci was in charge of HIV and he came up with um, the, the AZT, a AZT for, um, for AIDS and AZT. Wait, was it a AZT, AZT was a, so. yes, sir. It was it was a discontinued chemotherapy drug that killed everyone they gave it to. Yes. And that's what he used for AIDS. Yeah. So AIDS was AZT. Okay. Right. All of this cartoons, they control our mind with cartoons. This is all the same scam. Yeah, I, I hear Unbelievable. you. No, I, Unbelievable. No, good work. And uh, as, as you know, the, the whole testing for AIDS was all, you know, false, just like this one is, you know, it was just. And, and the, the testing, the, they, they, the, the, the Q-tips that you stick up your nose are, are dipped in um, ethylene oxide, EO, and that is the number one most cancer-causing uh, chemical on earth and you're sticking that up into your blood brain barrier and poking at it mm. i mean how insane is what's going on here and now there's other things that like these home test kits have they're, they're filled with poison are they and people yeah, yeah there, there's all sorts of stuff but okay uh here's it, a good one this is from uh nether that's a great name nether never heard that one before oh nether is in paraguay wow um, Paraguay. We have a listener in Paraguay. I had no idea. Can Dave explain how the idea of a heliocentric model started on the Earth plane? Hmm. When did it start? Yeah, so Long ago, right? It, well, they, they want us to believe that it was 2,000 years ago um, where, where Aristophanes uh, came up with it. Uh, came, you know, and, and we have um, Copernicus and Galileo. Galileo, with his you know, optics back then, we made a telescope that has better resolution than we have today and can see things on Mars that we, we can't see today. I mean, it's all nonsense. All of these guys, Aristophanes, <laughs> Pythagoras, I don't believe any of them did any of this. I think it's all a story. Hmm. I did an interview, um, I don't know if you saw it, with Ruth, a 102-year-old woman back in February of 2020, and uh, she said that she was taught flat earth in public school here in Connecticut um, in the 1920s. Really? They were taught the earth was flat and the globe wasn't even mentioned. Really? Okay. <laughs> and then and I met somebody in Mexico just recently that said in the 1950s and early 60s, they were teaching flat earth and globe earth 
in public schools hmm. here in America. Interesting. Okay. And then the Rockefellers took over. They removed flat earth from the equation like it never existed. Bam. And globe we are. So it's all a made up story. People go, well, you know, back in the 1800s, that's, that, that's the end of your sentence. Back in the 1800s, the rest of the sentence is you don't have any proof of anything. Okay. It's all nonsense. <laughs> if you start looking into Tataria, right? There was an advanced civilization with free energy technology worldwide, okay, across the plane. And uh, they, it was all taken away, right? Let me, and, and, and that is pretty the, interesting. They were actually getting, I've seen so many of the videos, I know you have, and we've, we've played some on one of our uh, network, Dave, where they actually have these antennas, right? And they were getting electricity from the ether, from spirit, Absolutely. God, whatever you want to call it. Absolutely. And they were using the red bricks, which they're now, Musk is looking into now today, yep. the red bricks for uh, the batteries because absolutely. of iron oxide or something like that. It's a trip. Let me, and let me show you how they pulled something else off. Throw yeah. me back up on big screen sure. here. So yeah. do you know which uh, <clears throat> God this is, this guy here? Atlas. This is Atlas, and yeah. he's holding up the world, right. okay? How would Atlas hold up the world <clears throat> if we're a planet floating in space? Where Where are his feet? What is he standing on? I don't okay? know. I left that the, part the, out. The, yeah. yeah. Well, the truth is, he wasn't holding up the earth. He was holding up the sky. He was holding up the dome. Oh. Right? And they changed it. The old book show him holding up the dome, holding up the sky. Oh, holding up the the, uh, the firmament. Yes. Wow. Isn't that and then even uh, in the uh, um in the back you know the pyramids and the Egyptians they show their gods holding up the dome sky. Tell talk tell folks about the firmament. Now that's mentioned in the Bible maybe 20 times. The firmament, what is it? Explain that whole thing. That's really fascinating. So and again, if you're not a Bible believer, um uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um but page one of the Bible says God separated the waters from the water waters and created the, the firmament. And the firmament is the dome that holds up the sky. Now, what's above the, the dome? I think it's water. I think space is most likely water. We live in this infinite ocean. We live in this little bubble that was created hmm. for us at the center of creation. What's beyond there? Who knows? Again, I don't know. But, it, you know, Getting, just getting back to um, yeah the, the to, firmament idea. Now you can see, and you showed one picture there of the Egyptians. I've seen many pictures of other cultures. Lots of cultures had the whole firmament thing, right? They knew what this was. All right? Mayan, all, everybody. All, yeah, all the other old cultures um, showed a flat Earth cosmology. Wow! Except this one religion here. <laughs> which is called NASA, okay? That's the only one. It's, it's, yeah, it's the only one. <laughs> all those are different uh, spiritual cultures, Dave, and, and uh, religions. Yeah. Wow. And they're all they're all showing Flat different, um, yeah, different different uh, different things. Another one um, I'd like to show is where did I put it? Um, that's under maps. Um, it uh, there's an airport. I think it was Dallas Airport. Uh, this is one of our friends that was uh, there late night passing through TSA. And what do we have here? We have a flat earth map. This is TSA. Okay. What does TSA do? They 
protect things. What is this? This walk, this is the, 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 the ice wall. This is the barrier. Okay. And TSA is guarding anyone from crossing either way in, in, in and out. They have to approve you. It's like the Antarctic Treaty. They, uh, they don't let anyone go to Antarctica, right? You're familiar with the Antarctic oh, yeah, Treaty, it's a, right? It's a great, the whole thing is so interesting. And I've seen pictures of this wall, this incredible ice wall. That's just huge, right? It's like what's well, it, and again, it's not an ice wall like the no. Game of Thrones. It's the shoreline to Antarctica. They tell us Antarctica is the highest land on Earth. It Look is. At that. That's a, is that a real picture there, Dave? Or a this is real. These are pictures. No, these are real pictures and video of um, the shoreline of our world. Large bodies of water need a container. Yeah. What's a large body of water? A tub. If you got rid of the tub, what happens to the water? It's gone. Um, a pond. What's holding the water in the pond? The ice. What's wall. holding the water in a pond? No, oh. uh, just a pond. Oh, in just your a neighborhood. pond. Well, just uh, it just goes out. The shoreline. The shoreline. The shoreline. No. And and what's consistently higher than the water? The shoreline. The land is consistently higher because if you lowered the land below the surface of the water, just the water would up. flow out right. and f- go somewhere else. Explain to okay? folks what they're seeing here. This is just way crazy. It's this beautiful. is this is the shoreline of Antarctica. Wow. Okay. It's a plane flying along the shoreline, and in Antarctica, um, is when you get there, you know the 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 land is two hundred feet over your head in most places. Okay, they tell us Antarctica Antarctica is a continent at the bottom of the Earth. All right, they tell us this is Antarctica. All right, that makes no well, and they tell us at the bottom of the Earth and it's the highest land on Earth. Really weird, right? They tell us if Antarctica <laughs> melted, the ocean levels would rise and bury all coastline cities and right, more, right. okay? And then you look at like, well, this doesn't make sense. This doesn't seem like that much ice. I mean, how could it affect it more than a fraction of an inch, right? Because the world is so big and Antarctica is so small, right? But in reality, they're half telling the truth, right? Antarctica is the shoreline that surrounds our pond. It's the highest land on earth, which would have to be. We live in the Antarctic basin. Now, if this is Antarctica, <laughs> excuse me, mm-hmm. if this is Antarctica, well, and it's all covered with ice, if it all melted and went into the pond, sure, that could raise the pond hundreds of feet, right? Because it could be bigger than all of the, con- you know, the rest of the world combined. Mm. Admiral, this is the shoreline holding our world together. We, we, we saw a video of Admiral Byrd, which I'm sure you've seen back in the 50s, well, he was down there, and he said there was like, what, two or three miles of ice above this wall. Yeah. And he said, there's got to be stuff over there, baby, and I'd like to know what it is. But they won't let us go there, right? The UN, uh, through this treaty, well, you even go and look, right? <clears throat> he went out, uh, flew up. Excuse me. That's right. He flew um, out and said he discovered more land bigger than the United States. Wow. Filled with resources. Really? that no, no human has ever set eyes upon. And it's like, then they're like, well, instead of you know doing what countries do and go for those resources, they said, nobody can go there. Environmentalism, we have to take care of the penguins and protect the ice. And to okay? this day, the UN controls that entire area, correct? And with the treaty of every country. Uh, yeah, everybody's absolutely. in it. Everybody's they're, in it. They're, they're all in on it. And you know if you try to go there, uh, you're stopped, yeah. right? Antarctic Treaty 
can't even be questioned until the year 2041, which, you know, if we get that far, they'll kick it down the road even farther. <laughs> um, because if they let us go there, we'd find out we don't live on a ball. Hmm. And then we'd find out there's a creator. Then we'd realize that nobody has control over us. Then they'd realize that, you know, all this tyranny that's going on is insanity. Hmm. Then we realize that maybe they're hiding more land, right? What do I mean by hiding more land? Yeah, who knows right? what's over there? What if we live here, this ring is Antarctica, and out here are more land that they're hiding from us, right? Maybe this is where the Mayans live now, hmm. okay? And hmm. the Incas and all these past civilizations, maybe they migrated out south. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. And think about this. <clears throat> the distances that aliens from other planets orbiting other stars would have to come is ridiculous. They're impossible. Extraterrestrials that live on the extra territory would only have to travel a couple thousand miles. Yeah, they can come here for lunch, abduct somebody, probe them, and make it back for dinner with the kids. Okay. <laughs> It'd be an easy trip. In the <laughs> same day. Be an easy trip. Right? Extraterrestrials, again, the words extra, more, land, territory, territory. terra. Extraterrestrials from where? The outer space, not the inner space, the outer space across the Earth plane. Is it, is right? it true that, that NASA kind of came into being right around the time when Admiral Byrne were Bird was questioning all this stuff. So Admiral Bird goes out into Antarctica yeah. at times where we're having wars for resources and all sorts of stuff uh -huh. and goes, I've discovered the greatest mineral resources ever that'll fuel the world for hundreds of years. And then they go, nobody can go to Antarctica. No one go to, hey, we're going to the moon. Look over here. We're going to the moon. <laughs> Look at the moon. Let's we're go going to the moon. moon. And, and they went to the moon, moon six times. And and the, the 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 video doesn't hold up as well as Jaws oh, holds yeah, up. Okay, the, the moon. it's horrible. It's horrible. Okay, I want to get to some and, of these emails because they're good. But no, this, no let's you're, go. You're a lot of fun. Could you explain sun? Let's see, sunrises and sunsets, the tides and the seasons changing with the flat Earth, and how the globalists explain water uh, staying on round ball. I think we've covered the <laughs> water thing. Um, so the tides and sunrises. So. Those are <laughs> those are different things. Right here, this is just showing you, Patrick. Since we last talked, mm -hmm. these are all the people around me that that are flat Earth app owners. Wow! Yeah, and, we got to tell tell folks about your app, and and Make you sure can tap do. on a dot and send the person a message. Um, you can send group messages out. You can do all sorts of stuff. People are getting married, having babies. Um, there's meetup groups all over the place that are happening because of this app, but. Getting back to yeah, um, the sunrises, explain that to to the email. Yeah, so yeah. so here we go. If you can make me full screen, okay. Here you go. Um, so the sun is the hour hand of the clock. It goes around once a day. Mm -hmm. So if I was here in Sydney, Australia, the sun is coming towards me. As it comes towards me, it gets higher and higher and higher, right? And right. the sun is rising. So wherever the sun is, it's noon. Here in uh, California, it's nighttime, sunset now. And its sun is setting, and now it's noon in Sydney. Now it's noon, um, you know, on the other end, on the west side. Right. And then the sun is now rising in Johannesburg. Huh. And as it comes closer, it brings its light with it, and um, it goes around. And that's is how the sunset. There's the, we have the time zones. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So if I if I turn so on the time zones, it's not going up zones, and down in, in its height. It's just circling. Correct. 
It's just circling, okay. and and that circling is if go outside on a on a, a long street with streetlights and stand under a streetlight. The one that's over your head is your summer sun. The one down the street is your winter sun. Mm-hmm. It's farther away. It's lower, even though you know it's the same height. It's not up there. It's lower. It's over there. Gotcha. Okay. Just like our sun is lower in our winter. It's higher in Australia summer. So the way the way the seasons work. You, can you can you see uh, the outer yellow line and the inner yellow line? Yes, sir. The inner one's the Tropic of Cancer. The outer one's the Tropic of Capricorn. If I jump forward to June, did I go too far? I went too far. Well, that's close enough. Um, I'm in July. In June and July, it's over the Tropic of Cancer. So that's our inner northern summer because that streetlight is closer to us. It's higher in the sky. It's brighter. It's gotcha. warmer. Right. Okay. And Australia is having their winter because the sun is far away from them. It's hot in Miami because the sun goes directly over Miami. Boom, straight down. Okay. It's hot in Hawaii because the sun goes directly over Hawaii. Texas too. And Texas too. Mm. It's pretty close to Texas, but Mm. it's a little off. You know, it's not directly over you. Six months later, the sun moves out to the Tropic of Capricorn. We're having our winter because the sun is far away from us. Australia is having their summer because that streetlight is directly over them, right? High above you. If you and I were sitting outside on a freezing cold day and we're 20 feet apart and somebody's holding a heat lamp 10 feet over your head, you'd feel that heat. You'd be like, ah, I'm warm. And you look at me like, Dave, you're freezing. And I would see that lamp down over. It's over there, over you. It's low in the sky. And you would see it directly above you. Now, that person keeping it at 10 feet walked over to me. You would watch that light get lower and lower, and you get colder and colder. I'd watch it get higher and higher and higher, even though it's at the same height. Right. And right? The, and the moon and does it, the same thing, correct? The moon is the same the, idea? The moon does the same thing. Is so the same thing. you can see the moon here. The sun laps the moon once every 28 days. So look, right now we're at a full moon. Yes, sir. And the sun, each time around, it laps it every 28 days. Right. Remember before you were talking about stars being souls and planets mm-hmm. right, being, right. you know, the wandering stars being gods. Um, the moon is kind of syncs up with women's reproductive cycles. Maybe the moon and there's many uh, cultures and um, stories about the moon delivering and removing souls from Earth. Maybe our soul mm-hmm. or souls uh, reside in the heavens above the non-physical light heavens above. And then our soul is delivered to this meat suit. And we're humans, light beings. Humans. So, humans. so how do you explain the the different phases of the moon? Because the NASA folks say it's the Earth's reflection on it. We know that's not true. Yeah. So why, why do we see different shapes of the moon? So, so the sun does have something to do with the phase of the moon, but it's the electricity from the sun wow. that's powering up the moon, if you ask me. Now, you can see here um, the, the moon is getting bigger and bigger. Um, as it gets opposed to the sun. And then when it comes around, um, we can't see the, the moon lit. I don't. Bl- I believe when there's a new moon, you know, no moon, that there is no moon, there, that it's not there. The moon, and just like, remember the sheet I showed you with the sun in the two different positions, uh-huh. right? The sky sheet. I believe that's how we see the sun and the moon. So when there's a new moon, there's no light being cast on that sheet. So we don't see anything. It's not there. Right. There's nothing there because if the moon was there, one, when there's a new moon, we look up during the day, 
we should see a black spot in the sky. And during a, a solar eclipse, when it's totally eclipsing the sun, we should see the moon. The Earth shine reflecting back on the moon. It'd be six times or more brighter than the moonshine on the Earth. And the moonshine, you could read by it. It casts shadows. And Dave Weiss, okay? I've even seen... Uh I've even seen some shots where you can see uh, stars through the moon, right? I mean, you can see it through. Or, or in front of. Front, whoa, okay. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I was out the other morning, so I go out in the morning, and here the sun is to my left, right? And then the moon is to my right, about 45 degrees, both of them. How is that even possible with the NASA model? I mean, it... Just that one thing alone proves that the NASA model doesn't square, right? I mean, absolutely. Just one, one, and there's and there's there's a thing. week every month where the the lit part of the moon doesn't line up with where the sun is. is it? It's facing in the wrong direction every month, but people just don't see it. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Here's so, another question for you. Uh, yeah. I don't know if we want to go here, but you can if you want. Does Dave think that dinosaurs were made up? and nuclear weapons are made up, does Dave think that the moon is an X-ray reflection of planet Earth? Oh, okay. Yeah, so so what he's getting at there is um, there's a um, there's a, uh, uh, a a video series called um, The Lost History of Flat Earth. If you could make me full screen again. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> on the Flat Earth, Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app, if I hit the web button We're familiar and with I go one, right yeah. here, this one is an amazing, amazing, amazing. Um, really, it'll wake you up to not only the flat Earth, but to to all of the the history. The heli, yeah, the antiquitech, Tataria. Um, it'll take you to everywhere. And um, if you look at at the moon, um, there's. Uh, I'm trying to as I'm talking. I'm trying to find it. Um, <laughs> all right, take your time. <laughs> here it is. Here it is. The moon, it really kind of represents what the Earth is. Like, we live here, and our North Pole is right here, right, which is right on this circle. And what if our North Pole, the magnetic part, traveled? You know how they always tell us magnetic north is moving? Mm -hmm. And it took 25,000 years to go all the way around. That's a great year, Okay. So 21,060 21, years is 15 degrees, um, and it moves, and our sun moves with it. So in 12,000 years from now, our known world will be here, and everything over here will be in an ice age because it took our sun Whoa. all the way around. Now, there's a, if you look at the, the famous clock in Prague, um, it's basically showing this. It's showing this whole system hmm. on that clock, hmm. and uh, you know, it's it's something from the old world that they're trying to to get rid of. You know, in uh, in my app, the Flat Earth, Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app, um, there's a mud floods Tataria page. Hit that first, okay? If you want to learn about this stuff, and there's lots of short videos, longer videos. Um, John Levy, J O N Levi. He does these 20, 30 minute videos every week. Uh, they're fantastic. He's a little off putting at first. He's like, Here I am today, yeah, walking through the desert. <laughs> but then it gets addictive. It gets addictive. I listen to everything at 2.0 speed just because I can't get enough content. Um, he, <laughs> him, I listen to at regular speed because even though he talks so slow, 
his, his the stuff he's talking yeah. about and the the images he's showing are absolutely phenomenal. And um, there's one that I recommend. Go back five or ten videos at the time of this recording, and it's John Levy about the Philadelphia World Fair. You watch that, your life, you're over. You're in the rabbit hole. You can't even see the top anymore. Yeah, I mean, there's so much about the history, Dave, that we just. It's just, wow, it just makes your head explode. Okay, I don't know if you want to go here, but what do you think about dinosaurs and nuclear weapons? Vince wants to know. Yeah, so dinosaurs, uh, just so the real quick story on them is a a royal guy in the 1800s wrote, no one had ever discovered a dinosaur, written about a dinosaur, (laughs) nothing. From the pyramids all the way up, 1800s, this guy writes a paper uh, theorizing on dinosaurs, and then a year later to the day, he discovers the first dinosaur. Oh, I, I, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, okay, game over, all right? It's another deception because you need dinosaurs for the heliocentric story and the fear of asteroids hitting us. They want to keep us in fear, make us feel like we need governments to protect us, like we need space to protect oh, us. Oh, you mean the story, all... the story that the asteroids killed them and all that with the dark Yeah, yeah, they, all... they, need, they ah, need all of that. Ah, they I need see. all of that so we keep you know funding space, which we're not funding space. NASA gets $3 million a minute Okay, three million dollars every minute. Okay, of every day. All right, and where's that money going to? It's going to the elite. They're using it for all sorts of black projects and uh, no stuff tough. that's not good for us. What do you think about um, nuclear weapons? Absolutely, one hundred percent not real. Wait a minute, people get triggered. What about Hiroshima and Nagasaki? Um, three days later, the trains were running, the sandwich shops were opening, the flower shops were opening, and people were back to work. Yeah. Only one guy was allowed to write reports and uh, take pictures anyone else that did that was put in jail why are they controlling the information why did all the buildings with fireproofing not burn down okay you know a nuclear bomb doesn't care if you have fireproofing or not what happened to the radiation plants people and animals thrive not only in hiroshima nagasaki fukushima and chernobyl too another hoax okay all of this this whole hoax is uh is non nonsense people go well what you don't believe in nuclear power yeah nuclear power they take plutonium that gets hot and it boils water and creates steam and they turn pistons. It's a steam engine. Okay. They just have a pretty high tech way of um, burning, of boiling water. Okay. And so, so here's the thing. Don't believe me. I recommend people go to crow with two R's, C-R-R-O-W 777radio.com. Check out episode 053, right? And uh, listen to the whole two hours. Uh, the first hour is free. Subscribe. Listen to the second hour. Download all their stuff, and you'll be you'll become more educated than any college anywhere could educate you. So check that out. This way, whenever you see on the news a newscaster or especially a politician or a country leader mention nukes, you can now laugh and write off everything they just said that they're just actors. They're actors. Um, there are no nukes. End of story. Do you know, I don't know why I believe that's true, but I just know it in my gut. I think it's all been made up since I was a kid. Russia, nuclear power. It's Absolute insanity. I think it's fear and, porn. I think it's all fear. And, and now look at this Ukraine thing, David. I mean, this is, you know, whoa, what are we going to do in nuclear war? Come on. We need to, we need to send money to Ukraine because they have 63 million smartphones, full internet service, but nobody, none of their cameras work, okay? They can't video the war, right? They, this is all Wag the Dog. Go watch the documentary, Wag the Dog. It's a good right? one. Great yeah. movie. Great it's, movie. A, it's a documentary. It's absolutely what's happening right now. Yeah. Um, but, but first, you need to take the fear out. 
And everyone, you know, they need us to pound the war drums like everybody did on 9-11. I pounded the war drums on 9-11, right? Because I believe the story. They need us to be in fear of nuclear war and at some point go, you know what? I can't take it anymore. You know, they're, they're, we, we need to do something and we need to pound the war drums for them to go to war, right? And they're using the nuclear threat to do that. Yes, okay? sir. I believe you're right. I believe Unplugged that's true. The, 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 the movie, The Matrix, is the Matrix is the heliocentric system. Okay, unplug from the heliocentric matrix and you free your mind, just like Neo did. Look at Neo at the end of the movie. He's the man. Neo at the beginning of the movie, eh, he's, he's not so doing so well. Okay, unplug from the heliocentric matrix, free your mind, take back your life, take back your power, and, and the elite will just disappear. They'll just fade away into the sunset. I believe you, sir. Uh, yeah. When I told someone about Flat Earth, uh, writes Carol, he said, but all the other planets are round and if, or if they are flatter they just standing up like a pizza on its edge including the moons of jupiter yeah so you again nobody has ever done any experiment to prove that any of the lights that we see in the sky are physical this is what mars looks like not what they show us right Go out at night when Mars is in the sky and look at it. It's really bright. Then find me a dusty, dirty rock that can reflect light like that, then make it come back bright. You look at, you know, if we understand what the inverse square law of light is, light gets a quarter of the brightness every time you double the distance. A quarter of the brightness. It, Mars, to look like we see it in the sky, would have to be brighter than the sun when you got there. Okay? And it, it's absolute impossibility. This is what Mars really looks like. Okay? So... Um, where is it going with that? The, um, That's right. Ah, forget it. Yeah, I forget it. I saw Dave on Santos Bonacci's channel. Is Dave thinking of moving to Mexico with Santos? Would it be a good idea to move out of the U.S. now? This is from Sam. Hmm. It, 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 oh, Sam. <laughs> um, I, I don't know if this is the same Sam, but... Um, I am. Uh, we are testing it out. We're gonna we're gonna stay there for a couple months this winter and uh, see how we like it. You know, right. uh, absolutely. We just rented a place for um, a, a couple months and uh, we're gonna go there and check it out. You know, Mexico isn't perfect, but uh, neither is the United States. And uh, you know, if you think that the world is gonna do some crazy stuff, you know, there could be famines and all sorts of stuff. I'd rather be in a place where I could fish and not freeze to death and pick coconuts than here hmm. in Connecticut, you, you know, freezing my ass off. And I, I hear that the Mexican uh, dude is kind of uh, a head dude there. I know that they're going to be uh, uh, banning GMO corn in the next uh, year or so, which is a big deal for Mexico. Uh, so That's he's nice. I, and they're not, uh, uh, what I hear, you know, I'm close to them, that they're not, they're not being hardcore with getting people in and out with vaxes and on all that. So this guy must be pretty uh, aware. I'm there's not, no, uh, there's no, re no restrictions. Yeah. No restrictions going into Mexico. You just need a, um, a, a negative test to get out. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. To much. come back here. I don't know much about him. Yeah. Yeah. And and people, you know, we've been always told Mexico is so dangerous. You know what's dangerous? Chicago. <laughs> there's more murders in Chicago every night than in Mexico. All of Mexico. And Mexico is gigantic. Okay. You know, one one thing I I've been thinking about, and I just. So, we're not in space. It's a flat, immovable plane. We know that. But where is it? See, that's, that kind of gets me a little bit. 
We're, we're at the center of creation. No, we are the basement we, of the universe. We must be because we are physical <clears throat> reality, right? We must be physical reality. And why the Freemasons and these dudes didn't want us to feel important 500 years ago, maybe, Dave? Absolutely. I, and I think it's much sooner than that. Um, you know, if you look back at the at mm. the stuff like Anchor Watts and Gobek Beckley Tepe and all of these, you know, and the pyramids and all this stuff, and everyone's like, who built it? How did they do it? And everything. Think about this, Patrick. Once you understand that the earth is not a spinning ball from a big bang, right? You realize that there's a creator. Now, I'm not saying who the creator is. Who knows? Right? There's a creator that created this living system. Right? And if you if you looked into Tataria, you'll see that all these buildings are communicating with each other with free energy. And and it was just it's so incredible how in sync it was with the earth. This is me, 100 percent me, no one else. I'm just saying this. If you were the creator. And you created this world and you're going to plop some humans down. Don't you think you'd throw in some infrastructure for them? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Never thought of it. Right? Like don't, you, don't you think you'd throw in some infrastructure that uses the energy that's in the earth? Or are you going to wait for them to figure it out? Okay? Yeah. Like you look at all of these things. They're communicating. There's pyramids all over the earth that are all the same architecture. There's, there's Egyptian stuff in the Grand Canyon. There's, uh, you know... Uh, they're all using towers and domes and and free energy. If you were the creator, I think you'd throw down some infrastructure for them. Okay, <laughs> some amazing infrastructure, amazing. Okay, <laughs> that's funny when you say, "Well, you guys just hang out for a thousand years and figure out how to get electricity." And, and figure right? out, yeah, hey, I built this place that has free energy. It has this and that, you know. And we're just going to wait for you to figure it out. I think that no. <laughs> I think I think no, right? And and I would like somebody that's a, 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 a someone that's awake to the flat Earth that understands that the Bible is a flat Earth book to maybe find some verses in there that um, either go against that or go oh, maybe this is what they mean. You know, God in the Bible they talk about kingdoms. Well, where did the kingdom come from? Maybe God made it. Hmm. Well, I tell you what, it's just fun being on this Earth plane. <laughs> I see. It I almost, is. I it's an amazing planet, ride. I almost said Planet Earth again, Dave. I must see. I got to watch that. I occasionally say it. I'm getting pretty Do good it. at it, though. Yeah. yeah. Earth plane. Well, it's a pleasure to have you here. Thanks for staying a little bit longer than you normally do. And you do these shows like, this is what you do, right? All the time. This tell, is what I do. Now tell folks about your app because you should, this is great. Yeah. So the, okay. the app is called the Flat Earth, Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app. If mm -hmm. you Google Flat Earth, yeah. you... um you will get nonsense. They will, yeah. you know, top 10 reasons the earth is flat. They're going to feed you top 10 reasons the earth is not flat. And uh, you're going to get, you know, ridiculous anti-flat earther videos out there because um, they don't want you knowing this stuff. So right. it's by Blue Water Bay. Just if you go to flatearthdave.com, okay. all my links are there. Um, there's already one by the same name in the Apple and the Android store, uh, which is by the Flat Earth Society people. Um, which is a horrible app. If you get it, great. Just don't send me an email telling me my app sucks because it, it's hey, not my app. What's the proper name for yours and make sure they get the right one? Fl the Flat Earth Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app. It's a long name. If you can see this QR code, you can scan it or just go to flatearthdave.com. Mm -hmm. Everything's there. Um, and every day, or just go to the app store and read the reviews. That'll turn you into a Flat Earther alone. The app's $3.00. Right. If you want to be able to communicate with, you know, send outgoing messages to other flat earthers, 
uh, you have to subscribe. The yearly subscription is basically a margarita for me. Just one. Okay. It's 11. <laughs> it's $11. All right. And that's for the year. And it gets you um, the, an amazing dark sky weather app, which I think they charge $3 for. That's in the app. It comes with it. You get the communication. You're going to, I'm going to have some uh, flashcard games that are coming up soon. Trivia games oh, in the, fun. in the app. Yeah. It's going to be a blast, and um, and it lets you send outgoing messages and uh, group messages. Um, super lot of fun, and uh, people are you know once you get this flat Earth um, knowledge, you no longer really can enjoy talking to other people that don't get it, right? And all you're going to want to do is wake them up to the flat Earth, right? If you're in a relationship and you're awake to the flat Earth, and your partner isn't you're in the you got the advantage because you can wake them up they can't put you back to sleep hmm. okay that's fine. and 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 if you're with somebody that's intelligent and loves you they're going to listen to you and you can wake them up and the app will help you every day there's a daily video watch that daily video every day right and i guarantee within two weeks you know the earth is not a globe to say the least Right. Uh, all your frequently asked questions are in there there's going to be uh, there's a new homeschooling section um where it's going to be all sorts of education stuff is going to be there um big update coming out this week or uh, this hopefully this week and um that's it it's yeah, just uh it's just great. super super fun app good for you Co- a couple more just came in let's try to sneak them in before we go what does go. dave think about nasa announcing the space station is going to be destroyed uh, they need to destroy their fake station, but you know the 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 I call it the international fake station because it's it's absolutely in, insane. There's there's nothing real about it. It would be impossible to see. We catch them on wires all the time. Um, I, I, in the app, just click the just NASA exist. Yeah. the NASA button, and uh, there's tons of videos. Tons of videos there. Does this Hubble? telescope exist not in space because you know the hubble falling around the earth right this is the hubble the hubble telescope you have to make me big again okay um so here let me show you this look at this this is supposedly falling around the earth at seventeen thousand miles an hour while the earth is spinning at a thousand miles an hour while it's orbiting at sixty six thousand miles an hour speeding up and slowing down why it's chasing the sun at a half a million miles an hour and somehow this thing can focus on distant stars and take deep deep field uh time lapse exposures give me a break here on earth <laughs> right where the where when they when they say they're taking these deep spot these deep images you know and it's tracking with the spin of the earth if the technician walks by with shoes on <clears throat> excuse me um mm-hmm. they, that uh the vibration will ruin the photo and they have to do it again Okay, but meanwhile, this thing is moving in all the directions that the Earth is moving, mirroring the Earth somehow, falling around the Earth, and it's able to focus in deep space. This is all theoretical nonsense. This is a a, a can of Del Monte beans with the label pulled off. This is a soda can wrapped in tin foil. These are the wheels that come on one of those balsa wood planes that you wind up with a rubber band. This is nonsense. Okay, this is one hundred percent in complete and total nonsense. And recently, they did a uh, a um repair mission and they took this picture and it's the same picture it's the same picture just a <laughs> they're different, not even good you know, at their fakery and, and it's horrible and all of the 
The so-called pictures are all computer from Hubble, right? All computer generated. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, if, if you look at um, Everyone. if you look at a, uh, you know, the 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 um crab nebula, I think it was called this this famous picture. This is where stars are born. Okay, right. This is so big that it makes stars. It's made of dust and gas in space. Okay, dust and gas in a vacuum without a container that's making stars and then spitting them out like ping pong balls where they run away and park themselves in space somewhere. Give me a break. <laughs> this is just stu stupidity. And um, people will, yeah. you know, I think it's a litmus test. If like, hey, uh, after we've indoctrinated them, if they don't object to this, we own them. Yeah, HK is in Florida and he says, well, what about Elon Musk and putting up all these satellites for his uh, his uh, internet program, what's up with that? That's all a complete and total nonsense. The lights that some people are seeing, I haven't seen them myself. They're either drones or um, or something else. There are balloons. You know, NASA owns all the helium companies in the world. They put up tens of thousands of balloons. Always, since, you know, from the beginning of time, satellites have been hanging from balloons. They're and balloons. now NASA's like, hey, the new satellites are going to be on balloons. Oh, is that right? what they're, they're saying? Oh, that's I what didn't they're saying know now. that. Oh. Like, it's cheaper than putting them in space. Interesting. Okay? Yeah. It's absolutely insanity. But they launched, um, you know, they launched these uh, these satellites on balloons. And, um, you know, and that's it. They go up there. They can control um, where they go, what wind currents they get into. And that's it. So all of these satellites that you're saying that Musk is putting up for this, uh, what's, it, what's it called? Um, whatever. Uh, I don't know, whatever. Uh, yeah. Program around the world, they're all balloons. Let's 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 just analyze one recent launch. Um, oh, not that that one. That one's even too bad for you, for you. Um, <laughs> uh, where is the the, the other one? Um, so, if I could show you that he's faking rockets, um, then then maybe you'll uh, maybe you'll maybe you'll get it. Okay. Um, I can't. Where is my? Oh, right. It's uh, it's under here. You are. I got so many um, things, man. It's great. I got, I got, a, I got a lot. So, um, Elon uh, has is planning on going to Mars. Okay. Yeah. And that's what he says. So, yeah, yeah. And so, where the heck? Oh, here it is. I call it the grain silo. Okay. Okay. This is not edited. Okay. Now look at this thing. This thing is a test shot, right? And now watch, now look at the camera views, right? The edit, of course, you know, this is the, the onboard camera. Now look how slow it's going, right. right? This little flame is making this multi-ton thing go up. Now look, we have a side view, now a far shot side view, then there'll be a closer side view. If this thing is rocketing into outer space, look how high it is all of a sudden, but we can still see the side. Like, where is this? Is this 50 feet above off the ground? Now look how high it is, right? Now, now... The rocket is turned off and it's falling back to earth i think it's 20 tons okay look at the smoke coming off of here how fast is this thing moving look at the smoke it's not even moving what is this this is supposedly free falling and now look how high it is okay this is elon musk video a live launch now look at this thing it's free falling is it free falling right now look how high it is and now watch the engines are going to go on. It's going to 
magically turn upright and a cameraman is going to get underneath it. Okay, ready? Here come the engines. It turns. <laughs> here comes the hero shot underneath. Now watch. Two of the three engines are going to turn off. Now look, look at all the smoke. Look, you can tell how fast it's moving. Look at this. Two of the engines went out and it's going to land upright with a bunch of fake smoke. Cue the fake smoke. And it lands upright. Okay. Wow. I do do you do you believe this? No. Right. No. No. Absolute insanity. That's, Absolute. That's why people pay $75,000 for cars that blow up. What can I tell yeah. you? Yeah. What can I tell you? Right. You know. Right. There's probably some And uh, and then and just the other day they did a Blue Origin launch, the worst one ever. Well, the worst one ever. Is that the Bezos thing? Yeah. So here it is. It's the giant penis, of course. Right. Okay. And now watch. Engine's lit. Okay, there's edit one. Edit two. This edit is, three. This is their this, this is edit what they four. this is what they gave us. All right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Edit five. Five edits already, and it just cleared the pad. Now watch in the distance. Now watch. Here's the there's mountains. Okay. And now I don't know what's filming this. And then they go to edit six. And oh, there's the mountains again. Oh, there's the mountains. Okay. <laughs> and now now watch. This thing has got six people on it. Uh, uh, these are these are just people, you know, uh, civilians, right. right? And one one woman is uh, she runs a kids space camp, right? Encouraging kids to want to become astronauts, right? This is all absolute insanity. Now this thing is rocketing towards space. What is pushing it? Where's the smoke? Where's the flame? Where's the the energy? And so now all of a sudden we have this tight shot. Now, again, think of the angle the camera has to be. How high is this camera to get this shot? I think that somebody just going like this. Look, whoo, look at the rocket. Look at the rocket. <laughs> See, when you, I don't think about these rocket. things when you look at it. I it's mean, a rocket. where would the camera okay. have to be to be that uh, level? Yeah, where would the camera? And, and, and now it is getting farther. But look, this little dot of light is what's propelling it. Yeah. What what is that? Look at this little dot of light is making <laughs> this thing go up. There's people on here doing the most crazy. You know those um that that um that the ride at the carnival where you get in it and it launches you up super fast and then you free fall back down. Kind of so. Okay. Yeah. I would like to take all of them and put them on that ride just at a carnival and watch them crap their pants. Okay. <laughs> and this is a billion times worse than that. Okay. Right. So this thing is speeding up. It's going uh, 2,000 miles an hour, 2,000 miles an hour. And somehow they're keeping the camera on it just like that. Okay. Let me just jump forward a little bit because this is worth it. Jumping forward. <laughs> and now, now look, now here's the first stage. It's free falling. Okay. And this, this thing is with one little engine. It's going to land right where it took off from or right on a, on a, on a pad, wherever. This little flame is going to stop it, okay? And somehow, how is it? How is it balancing itself? Okay, you know, we look at drones. There's the we we you can't do this. And then all of a sudden, look, edit, edit, edit. There was five edits right there, and now we can't see it. And next edit, there, there oh, it is. Oh, there, there it, it is. It came down. There it is, and it almost a friggin' bullseye. Okay, how did it land there? <clears throat> so I mean, Jeff Bezos, man, he's got a billion dollars. Right. That's how he did. So now, now, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm losing my voice. That's all right. These people are falling from falling from space. Now, watch, just watch it for a second. Okay. <clears throat> Let me get a sip of water here. Yep. 
So there's six civilians in here. First, when this thing's falling out, when those parachutes open, they would be ripped to shreds at the speeds that that thing must be going. Okay? But somehow it catches them. And if we go forward a little bit, so here it's moving sideways. This is literally a video game. And then they'll show it going down. Watch again. Next edit. Okay. It's moving sideways here. Hmm. Now it's going down. Okay. And now I want you to think about this impact. That desert floor is pretty damn hard. Okay. Now it's kind of going sideways again. And because it's going sideways, all those parachutes should fall to the same size, but they always fall equally, cutting it in thirds. Okay. This is, you know, where's it? These, these helicopters, where are they? Now watch. Bam. <clears throat> they should all be dead. Okay. They should all have broken backs. And all of the parachutes should go to one side, but they all lay down perfectly. And where's the third parachute? They never show the third parachute. All right. But who should be the first person greeting them? Okay. <clears throat> you got these helicopters flying around filming them, waving at the windows. All of a sudden, all these cars show up. They pull up a, a staircase. And who's the first person that should be greeting them is being EMS workers. But no, no reporters, no EMS, no doctors, no nothing. This is all from the Bezos thing? Just the other day this happened. Oh, just the other day. Right. And and one more thing. It's just Bezos. One more thing. Here's the, the only video of them Floating. Now, I want you to pay attention to at how many cuts there are and how they all change positions, right? This is done in a zero-G plane, okay? Ready? <clears throat> cut. 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 Now, where, where did she go? Cut. This is a zero-G plane. They, they get a few seconds of weightlessness, so this, cap, this, this stage, this mm -hmm. capsule stage, is in the zero-G plane, and they... They did it again and again and again. They got all these cuts. They just put it together. Cut, cut, cut. Watch. Ready? She's here. He, gray hair guy's there. <clears throat> well, they're pretty much in the same position there. But now gray hair guy's here. Another different guy. This is edit, edit, edit. This is just done in a zero-G plane. And here they all are. Whoa. And you can tell if you listen to the audio, when the audio is playing, they're all like they're all like whoa they're they're, they're in a zero g plane and they're they haven't done it that so many times quickly tell what folks at zero g plane is because that's how they do this uh very short amount of weightlessness right tell folks how they do that right it's a it's a, a an airplane that goes really fast right it does a parabolic arc and then it gets 20 to 40 seconds of weightlessness okay where where the plane is diving at the same speed that you're falling okay and so you get um you get zero G for maybe 20 seconds and then you get like, you know, uh, 20% for, you know, for another 10 seconds or whatever. And so that's how they film lots of the stuff. And that's exactly what this is. Hmm. This is zero G plane. These windows are green screens, right? And uh, it, it's, it's all nonsense. Wow. It's all absolute and total nonsense. Oh, I got to ask you this. This came in from uh, Georgia. Is it true that the whole challenger thing was faked and did they really kill the people? I've heard that story. <laughs> they they, they didn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Challenger. Don't I, I have a... Uh, you know, um, the Challenger. What was it? Was that yeah, about 85, 86, somewhere? 83, I, I think 84? it was right around there. Yeah. Um, 
Where is my challenger? The story is, while uh, you're looking for it, the story is that this thing was going up with three or four or five people and it exploded and they all died and it was a terrible thing. Right. So isn't it funny that uh, in the challenger that we found six of the seven of them had identical twins that are alive today. They use the same name. They all work for universities. No, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Wait, say that again. The Challenger astronauts yeah. all have identical twins that are alive today that use their same names that work for universities. And here's the weird thing. None of them showed up at their siblings' funerals. That's crazy. I got goosebumps when you said So they, yeah. they what would be the... Dave Weiss, what would be the motive of of putting out this just fear? Trauma-based mind control trauma for children. Based. It was the first time that they uh, wheeled TVs into every classroom. All uh, the kids watch this. It was a way for them to kick the can down the road, to get sympathy, get emotions. These these wow. people, use that word lightly, that are ruling us, they feed off of our negative energy. They feed off of our emotions. That's mm-hmm. why when they do all of these nonsense, you know, bang bang events, uh, they use children, you know, like, oh, my God, you know, sure. uh, the, the children. It, it's unbelievable. And uh, it's all it's all to induce fear. It's all to induce fear mm-hmm. and trauma and to control our minds. So it's if see, you're spinning out of control, lost in space. The how same can thing. You make a proper yeah. decision. So it's right. just easier to control people a la uh, virus or nuclear war or whatever when they're in kind of trauma or fear. Right. Then you so, can, so think uh, about this. Yeah. Think about this. You're on an insignificant speck flying to an infinite universe. An uh, asteroid could take you out at any moment. Um, a crazy gunman can gun you down, gun your children down in schools, uh, blow you up uh, at a at a, uh, uh, a sporting event. Um, that we're running out of food. Uh, crazy countries can blow up the whole world with bombs that are hundreds of times bigger than Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Um, we're running out of dinosaur juice for our cars. Uh, <laughs> we're overpopulated. All of this is complete and total nonsense, right? So they got you off kilter, in fear, in lack, when in reality, there's infinite abundance, abundance infinite water, infinite food, infinite space, infinite, infinite everything. everything. Love. And they're controlling you. Um, the only control anyone has over you is in your imagination. And the only control that they can take from you is the control that, they, that you give them. Yes, sir. Well said. Let's leave it at that. That's a beautiful way to end. Well, Dave, I really enjoyed talking to you, man. Your trip. You are just fun to talk to. Thanks. You can find me at flatearthdave.com. All my links, all my socials, all my videos are there. In the app, there's a playlist of all my uh, interviews, um, all sorts of stuff. Check out the app. You don't need to subscribe. Highly recommend it if you want to meet other flat earthers. They're using it as a dating app, as I was saying, as a job finding app, because guess what? Uh, a couple of years ago, they say, oh, you're a flat earther. Good luck getting a job. You know what? You're a globe earther. Good luck getting a job for all the people that know the earth is flat because we don't want to hire globers, right? We don't want to work for globers and we don't want globers working for us. So um, <laughs> it, it, the, the tide is changing. And um, by the way, if you want to learn about tides, hit the tides button mm-hmm. in the frequently asked questions. Mm-hmm. Okay, they make no sense on the globe. They make a I lot wonder, of sense I on the flat earth. The dating apps. I, know, I see some of the dating apps are doing vaxxed and unvaxxed. Maybe they're going to start doing Globers and flat earthers too on the dating. They, the dating they absolutely should. That. They absolutely should, <laughs> because you know if you talk to anybody that's awake and aware, 
you know, they're using these dating apps. They're like, yeah, I met the person. God, he's still asleep. He's very he's triple vaccinated. He's, uh, you know, he thinks the earth is a globe. And I'm like, oh, the, you know, complete and total loser. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I recommend like they should have, you know, check off flat earther, own it. Right. It's time to start screaming from the mountaintops. Right. Rather than hiding in your closet going, oh, I don't want anyone to judge me for actually investigating what I've been taught. Right. So um, look into it. Flat Earth unplugs you from the heliocentric matrix. Unplug yourself. Free your mind. Hey, Dave, thanks a lot for being here. It's been an honor. You take care of yourself. Stay under the radar. Let us know if you move. Well, we'll still be able to contact you through email. Absolutely. I'm, yeah. I'm here. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And, OK, we'll see you, sir. Take care. All Thanks. Right. See ya. May the blessings Bye-bye. be. Patrick Timpone, OneRadioNetwork.com, Flat Earth Dave. Well, that was more than we bargained for. What a trip. That was great stuff. Yeah, we got in all kinds of fun things. We have to uh, uh, do a little um, break here. And then Dr. Samantha Bailey. She is over in uh, New Zealand, not down under. She's over in New Zealand. Dave corrected me. And uh, she doesn't believe that there is a virus. And uh, I think you'll enjoy talking to her. We'll see you in about uh, 10 minutes. Stay, Stay right there. Love you. May the blessings be. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.